Hi guys, welcome back to the Emma Dilemma podcast where we're gonna talk shit about life. I am no way a professional, I just have interest points from my past experiences and my everyday living. Hope you enjoy this podcast and if you do, please let me know on social media. Hi guys, welcome back to the podcast. Okay, this week I have a few touchy subjects to um, unfold. Um, that being said, we're just going to kick right into it. Um, so everyone knows probably by now that the Weight Watchers app brought out um, an app for kids um, targeted at young kids to help them lose weight. They sign up, they pay money per month and yeah, it's a phone on their app. Now, I had a major, major issue with this um, when I first seen it. I didn't really think it was real. I thought it was like a pilot thing and I was like, yeah, they're messing but then I looked into it and I seen dietitians speak out against it. And I was like, oh, this is actually a real thing. So I went on to the Instagram of the account and the Weight Watchers account and I seen what they were doing and I was absolutely appalled. Um, and if you don't already know, I was in hospital for nearly three years with anorexia nervosa, which is a really serious eating disorder. Um, and there was no sufficient treatment in Ireland for me. Um... And after seven months of a prolonged stay in a, in, in a children's hospital here, sorry, um, I got funding to go away. Um, but it was a really, really horrible time. And I'm not even going to explain what was going on because that's just a whole other episode, maybe not even an episode for public ears. But um, yeah, so that was really intense. I literally had to fight for my life. I had to learn how to eat again. Um. It was at the point where I literally couldn't, I wasn't eating absolutely anything and I had so many fear foods and so many things drilled into me from diet culture and I honestly believed them even after discharge, I fell back into all the loops of it, Um, you name it, anything I was doing that was kind of restrictive was in the media, it was socially acceptable so I fell into all of them Um, and it was another way to control my eating disorder and to feel like I'm still the healthiest and the cleanest and still in some competitive nature with other people and myself. And it was just really, really nasty. And that's what eating disorders are. They're manip- manipulative. And yeah, so basically when I seen this thing, I was fuming because first of all, kids, kids have a lot going on. Like they're developing, they're growing up, they're being bullied in school. They're not being bullied. They are the bully. There's a lot of changes going on psychologically, um, physically, environmentally, at home. So like they have a lot of stuff they're trying to process. And like I was an overweight kid um, and I was bullied for it. Like I was called fat numerous times. And um, that was really fucking difficult. But if I had an app on my phone telling me what was good to eat, what was bad to eat, trying to get me to lose weight... I guarantee I would have started to see food in a really, really negative way from a young age. Um, this app, like I got my first phone when I was 10, so I could have actually got this app. <laughs> and that just really sickens me because I just, kids, like, <laughs> it's just, okay, let me explain it. Because some people, right, I've just had a lot of DMs and some people are disagreeing not disagreeing, I suppose, they're playing devil's advocate and they're saying, you know, but like some people want to lose weight, surely that's a good thing, there's an obesity crisis, there's a child obesity crisis, blah, blah, blah. I I, I understand that point, but my point also is that, okay, if the kid 
is overweight, there's health issues, their life is at risk, the parents are concerned, everyone's concerned. You go to a professional human being and you seek support by face-to-face interaction and someone who is not an app. Like an app isn't a human. They don't know you. They don't meet you. They don't know what you like. They don't know if you're being honest. A person can kind of evaluate you better than that and you're more likely to be honest with a human. It's very frightening for a kid to even do something like that. Never mind an app, like it's just so insensitive, it's so impersonal and there's no way it can clearly know who you are or know what's best for your body. So yeah, if, you, if you're if you really concerned, go to a professional. I'm not saying if you're concerned to just say, oh, whatever. But I also know that like I was overweight, but I definitely would have just eased out. Like some people hit puberty really young and I was really young, I was like nine or ten and I put on weight okay cool but I actually would have you know just got to my happy place if that makes sense got to my set point where I felt good and even if I didn't why I just have an issue with people who are scared of people who are overweight because I used to be one I was a fat phobic person I if I seen someone fat I'd be like they're disgusting how can they eat that much I would never be like that I felt kind of privileged at one point because I was slim And that was in the orthorexia stage of my eating disorder, which is really nasty because really people who are overweight, you have no idea what's going on in their life. You don't need to know. You don't need to tell them they're overweight. Um, Like it's just so irrelevant to the human being that's behind the appearance. Like when I think of my friends and I describe them as humans, I never describe them by their weight. I describe them by their personality traits, by who they are, what I like about them. It's never like, oh yeah, my friend, blah, 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 who is this small, this size, blah, blah. No, I, it's like the bloody last thing I would ever think of describing someone. So the way that we look at people who are overweight or obese is that they're like disgusting, they're doing it on purpose, they're vile, they're making the health system worse. Okay, that's a really fat phobic way to view it. And maybe there's a point in there, maybe there's not. Um... Obviously, if they're putting money on the health system, that can be frustrating. But lots of people are putting money on the health system. Smokers, anyone. Like, there's numerous conditions and it's not just people who are overweight. Plus, some people who are overweight have binge eating disorder, which is an like which is an emotional eating disorder that needs psychological support. So I have seen so many and heard so many things like people who are overweight with binge eating disorder will go to a doctor or GP or hospital and they'll literally tell them just to eat less when really the problem with food that they have is emotional and psychological and they need support it's not just telling someone to not eat that's like telling someone with anorexia to just eat like it's that simple they would have done it like people I believe aren't doing things on purpose and it's usually the mindset that they've got themselves in like there was never a time when I was doing anything on purpose throughout my illness it was completely a mind-altering illness that I had no control over until I got support and help out of it the same as someone who's obese and is binge eating they they're clearly not trying to make life difficult for themselves I don't think any person would and even when it seems like people are usually those behaviors are because they're psychologically not well and it's their only way to cope and it's the only way they've ever known and maybe they're conditioned and you know, they, it's just like, why do we kind of treat it with hate? Um, I think, okay, there's an obesity crisis, Grant. It's, it's really not your problem and people will only fix themselves if they want to be fixed. 
and at the same time some people who are overweight are actually perfectly healthy and sometimes a number on a scale does not actually define the health that the person is in um I'll give an example that I heard once um from from a friend that like she's a professional in the industry and um somebody came to see her she was yeah she was overweight a little like not even overweight just like bigger than maybe the ideal standard she went to the GP her shoulder had like was really sore it's something like she pulled a muscle and the doctor said to her like look you need to lose weight for that and then she was like oh like is it so it's related to my weight obviously and he's like no but I just think it would help you overall her bloods are fine everything else is so healthy so he just decided that because society is fat phobic and she didn't look like the ideal that he would just slip that in when the woman was like a full-time nurse had a really stressful job didn't have a lot of time for herself barely practiced any self-care and just thought that would be a nice little thing to add in and I just I find that deeply upsetting because nobody really has okay that's wrong people have the right to say what they want but I just find it so unnecessary to comment on um someone's size I just I just would never dream of doing it myself and I just don't understand the need for people because I'm pretty sure that people can see um and it's just kind of irrelevant like I I think like I don't know what answer people are expecting ever to those type of comments because usually it's like a reflection of the person how they're feeling because I think people are so scared to gain weight that if they see someone who is bigger that they will instantly kind of say it just because it'll be like oh my god I could never get to that like I'm scared of that oh god no when really that overweight person could be the happiest person they are um so that's just my ideas on that now another thing that came up after my rant on instagram was that i totally am up for people getting educated on health like go into schools talk to kids talk to parents i understand some parents have no clue what to feed their kids and it's stressful and the kids maybe have no clue what's good for them that's okay i'm not saying that's right or wrong i don't really judge anyone or anything anymore all i'm saying is that yes tell people but the app, like, I have an issue with this app because Weight Watchers, first of all, I've known people who have done it and it's sad. They look at food and they're like, oh, how many calories is that? That's a that's a sin. That's this. That's that. I was like, why can't you just look at that as food that's nice? And even when they're eating it, they're like, I feel so guilty for eating this gorgeous cake. It's like, enjoy your cake and move on. Food is not meant to be obsessed over. You're not meant to see a number. Like, it's absolutely crazy how they base their self-worth and their life around food obsession and their body it just it's like what I said to my dad earlier was like imagine the amount of time someone would save rather than obsessing over their body and their food that they eat like imagine the actual time they could save doing stuff that is nice to themselves and I'm not saying people should not exercise or people should sit at home all day and eat 300 chocolate cakes like if you want to do that I actually won't judge you but (laughs) you might you might not feel too well but what I'm saying is the media the industry the big corporations are driving this force of this ideal standard that's not ideal that's probably not ideal for like 80 90 percent of the entire population that's just driven by money by marketing by ploys by people literally getting money like this app doesn't care about you this app will take your data and make a plan for you based off little information and just be like, boom, there you go. The app isn't going to start talking to you and ask you how you're feeling throughout the whole thing. And even if it did, it's not going to respond in a way that means anything. Like, 
a huge part of any change in someone's life is the emotional side of it. And even if you're losing weight under supervision by a dietitian, it's a very emotional process and there might be ups and downs and you need to speak to someone. That's my opinion. You might need to speak to yourself, but it's not as easy as just telling someone to just stop doing that or just do that. Like any change in life can be met with a lot of resistance and a lot of hardships. So it's not that black and white. And I just think that it's just gone above and beyond. Like, first of all, they're targeting young girls online all the time. Like, literally all the time. Like, the Kardashians, I'm sorry, just <laughs> don't understand. And all the Geordie Shore people, I actually just can't. Like, I haven't followed them for about a year. But when I go on for, like, the lurk the odd time, just to see if they've changed. I'm just so sad to see them still selling these glue-on six-pack machines. I don't even know what they are. Like giving you a discount code to buy that to tell you that you should sleep with this overnight you'll get a six pack and you'll be happy are you actually for real it it really it really bugs me because when I was in recovery what happened was I started to realize that there's more to life than my body and food and that's that's life-changing like that changed my life when I could actually go out and enjoy something and not really care um that's that's life like life is meant to be lived life is simple but it gets really really complicated and I just don't know why people are so fixated about other people's lives so much I just feel like you live your best life if you have a problem obviously reach out for support but why do we have to sit here and kind of talk bad about certain groups of people or try to understand why they do things like we'll never understand them because we're not them and they're the only people who will ever change themselves if they want to change themselves but like if their health is in danger, we have no power over that. They're going to have to decide themselves. But love is the answer. We need to love people. If people don't feel loved, they're going to turn to destructive means and a source of emotional need. That might be food, that might be cigarettes, that might be drugs, that might be drink. People sometimes have a void and they need to fill it with something. Yes, maybe people who are obese, maybe that's food, maybe it's not. Maybe they've always been bigger, maybe they're big bone, maybe it's genetics, maybe they have a condition, maybe they take medication that makes them gain weight. You don't know people and we can't assume anything. Make Assuming things makes an ass of you and me. My dad told me that and I've lived by it ever since most of the time. <laughs> but I hope this is making some sense and obviously I'm on the side of my own personal experience. I understand that and... I'm not saying other people don't have valid arguments. What I'm saying is that even myself, when I was in the depths of my eating disorder, if I had seen an app like that, I still would have got it. Because anything, absolutely anything to convince me that I could lose more weight, I would have. Because the thing is, I had an eating disorder plus body dysmorphia. But body dysmorphia, I see, I still have body dysmorphia, but I will see an overweight person in the mirror. Now, I'm, I'm lucky that I have resilient skills and I've, I'm in a long way into my recovery that I know that I have skills and I I won't fall for that bullshit but what I'm saying is if I wasn't at that point if I was still convinced that I I needed to lose more weight I would have got that app even if I was underweight and I would have lost more weight so literally these apps don't realize that they're not just targeting the people they think they are they're targeting a lot of vulnerable people with eating disorders and eating disorders are malicious they kill people every year and like they, they just don't care they honestly don't care and it's just sad because normal people, sorry, I don't want to say normal people, that's wrong. I mean, the general population who don't suffer with eating disorders, 
yes, they might do the odd diet, blah, blah, blah. And they make comments about their size. Oh, I'm being good this week, blah, blah, blah. But those types of comments and things are so triggering for someone with an eating disorder because the eating disorder brain will hear that and go, oh, maybe you should do that. Oh, if they're doing it, you should do it. Oh, that's obviously a good plan. Oh, all these ideas spark up. And the thing is, people, like the general population would brush past that probably. They'll hear it, go home and sleep at night. The person in the depths of an eating disorder will hear that. That's my new plan. I'm in competition with her. I need to go for this. We're going. It's destruct. It's a new way to do it because you feel in competition. Um, that's just one example. I'm not saying these are definites and this happens to everyone. I'm just trying to give an example for people to open their mind to what's actually happening. And yeah, like eating disorders are only on the rise and disordered eating is separate. Like there is a bit of misperception um, and it can be confusing online. How I understand it is that disordered eating is having a bad relationship to food and you might see foods that's good and bad. You might have bad body image. You might have disordered ways of eating. Like you might have food rules. You might have um, obsessions. You might have certain things that you obsess over. Um, and it might be seriously, like you might get seriously unwell. And obviously it's serious. And now with like eating disorders that are classified by diagnosis, such as anorexia, bulimia, binge eating, eating disorders not otherwise specified, they are usually clinically diagnosed by a psychiatrist or a psychologist and there's usually a set amount of symptoms, not a set, sorry, like a generic amount of symptoms and usually they're not always true for you. They might be different for every human that suffers but some eating disorders can be more life-threatening than the others, not saying there's any hierarchy but I'm just saying there is a difference with the two and none are better or worse than each other. Like, please any person who suffers with an eating disorder it is a terrible terrible time but I just want to give you that hope that it's so so possible to get out of it and I just want to give people that hope that are in it or in recovery or out of recovery whatever wherever you are on your journey that you don't need to buy into this weight watcher shit you don't need to buy into any person online selling slim shakes telling you you need to lose weight telling you need to exercise every day telling you that your child should buy this app and that'll make them okay as humans. No, 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 no. Like, they actually just want your money. Like, they want money. They're a company. They're trying to make money off you. And if you are wise, which I know you are, I just think you should put your energy into understanding maybe why your child is upset. What is going on? Are they even upset? Are they happy? If they're happy, talk to them. Talk to your GP. Is there really a concern? Is it something you can work through with a dietitian? Is it something you can work through with a therapist? Is your child just, oh, I don't know, going through puberty? There's all, honestly so many possibilities. If your child is at risk, okay, cool. Let's find a way to make this work. Let's talk to the kid. Don't just do things and tell them how it is and start looking at food as good and bad. It's, it's really, really fucked up. And do you really want a 10-year-old or even younger living their life seeing food in a disordered way to carry that on for the rest of their life like childhood is one of the most precious times in my opinion of life and you don't want your childhood to be filled with trauma about food and body image and how much you hated yourself and it's just not a nice time so I'm going to conclude this in a few minutes or probably in the next two minutes but I hope I've made some good points here and I just really wanted to do this because it was on my mind 
and you know people are telling me that this podcast is helping and that's all I really want to do I want to share my voice because I feel like what I went through I'll never fully know why it happened it happened for some reason I might know one day and if I can use anything I've learned to share with someone else because I I just know how awful the times can be when you're suffering and it's just this is my viewpoint other people have different viewpoints there's a lot of issues in life at the moment but I think your own happiness your own well-being is crucial to sustainable life and to living focus on yourself first get yourself up and running do what you need self-care but please try and open your eyes to what's actually going on in the world at the moment they're trying to profit off you at every turn they're trying to make you hate yourself so you buy more things materialism is going nowhere but really really what really makes people happy is in the inside this might sound cliche i don't really care it's actually just your own inner feeling of you know what i feel okay i have good people around me i have myself i have good connections with someone or myself it doesn't really matter you could have one friend you could have no friends but if you actually connect to your inner soul i call it my inner child you will actually begin to see that life was meant to just be this beautiful thing that we experience and you know what it's actually so short like you're going to blink and it's over and the thing I'm going to close on is that this is what really kind of opened my eyes is that do you really really want to be on your deathbed like I'm going to say 100 because that's my aim 100 you're lying there you're looking back over your life and you sit there and you go wow I spent so many years hating myself trying to you know fix myself trying to make myself the smallest person in the entire planet bought so much crap that I never used trying to reform my body trying to change myself would you really want to sit there and look back and think that's what you spend your time with or would you want to sit back there and say you know what I'm so glad I lived life for the experience I met the best people I opened up I let go of my appearance as the ultimate cultivation of my happiness and I actually began to see the world for what it meant in my eyes. Thank you.